Love Talk Radio. Rapture.com, rapture.org, our band sites. And uh, with me is my original co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny, how you doing? How you doing, Pastor? I'm doing fine. I'm doing pretty good, Danny. We just had a good workout. Do a little boxing, me and Danny. How'd you <laughs> like it, Danny? I'm learning something. Hey. I'm not a fighter. I never was a fighter, but I'm learning something. You're a lover, Danny, not a fighter. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's an old saying. You got to be one or the other. You can't be both. I don't think that's you really true. can. I think someone's nature is really to be a lover, be very romantic and tender, or or you're a fighter. That doesn't mean you can't be, you know, romantic and tell your wife you love them. It's just a nature. Yeah, exactly. There's really lovers and fighters. There are. I mean, uh, but a, a lover can defend his wife. I mean, you love your wife. You always have a, you know. Yeah, I love my wife very much. Right, if you had to, you use a gun and shoot to defend their self-defense is a God-given right. But I'm just saying, a basic nature. There's fighters and there's uh, lovers. Yep. Uh, 
Well, I'm a lover. I can't fight my way out of a paper bag. <laughs> I thought you were pretty good at it. Really? No, not really. Yeah. Where Where did you learn martial arts from? The angels, Danny. They taught me when I was 10 years old. Started teaching I can me. My believe dad, that. No, no, my dad, Fox, uh, he, he, when he was 17, he won the Golden Glove Championship as a middleweight. Then he got a scholarship, and in college, went to the same college as Donald Trump did, the University of Pennsylvania. And uh, he was on the boxing team. He, he was the champion uh, collegiate boxer. Hmm. Yeah. The whole country, I think, and there was something. And then uh, when he went in the Navy, he would have been the Navy champion in middleweight, but he got drafted to fight the Japanese. So he taught me how to box since I was about 10. That's interesting. Well, when I was six, but I didn't remember that stuff. I remember from 10 on, yeah. I mean, a lot of fights then. I mean, I was in UFC before there was UFC. There was no mats. It was a street. It was gravel. It was dirt. It was grass. Anything. No referee, and there's no tapping out. Very bad times. But anyway, God got me through all that thing, because I'm still here today. You did. Yeah, and uh, some people like hearing this stuff. Some can't stand it. Hey, it's okay. You don't have to like it or not. I hate violence, but part of life sometimes. Anyway, here we are, Denny. And as I always say, sad but true. Pathetic, but totally, I mean, pathetic, but totally prophetic. Wow. The, uh, this is the only radio broadcast, podcast, any cast, any sermon, anything that I know of on planet Earth that is teaching the truth of the gospel. It's pathetic. And that truth is Jesus is the Christ, the literal son of a living God, not part of this pagan Hindu three God in one trinity is the churches embraced between 150 and 300 A.D., and they never let go. And the moment right. Satan sangled, Satan sangled, I call him sangled. When sangled, though, dangled, this is a tricky word, sangle and dangle. Mm-hmm. When, when Satan dangled, the, this trinity fruit in front of a church as they ate it, every one of them. And as they did, as they did the power of God was gone, removed. And that's why to this very day, these Trinity churches are powerless. They have no power. There's no healing. There's no miracles. All they have is fear, greed, and judgment. And I remember when I was young. They, I remember when I was young. The churches would uh, they would actually try to anoint people with oil and lay their hands on them and heal heal people. Of course, it never worked. But eventually, they gave up. And they started saying, oh, we're living in a time of faith. That's why there's no miracles. Yeah, now let's look at that statement. They gave up because they knew they had no power, and they looked bad. It makes them look bad, so it's better to just pray out loud for all the sick. And that way you don't look bad. And two, right, we live in the age of faith because Jesus isn't here to look at. Now, how do you receive healing? By faith. By faith. How do you receive a miracle? By faith. By faith. So that's the total. That statement is is that makes no sense at all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ridiculous and it's a lie, and that's what the churches are—liars. Every every word they say out of their mouth is a lie, except for the worst, the morals that they worship. The churches really don't worship God. They worship, but they don't. They worship a pagan fake trinity connected to a false salvation by 
faithful own view, guaranteed heaven, Catholic or Protestant, and every word they teach is false. Everything they say is false, except the morals that they love. You know, they know don't commit adultery, do not, well, the Bible says um, murder, but they say don't kill, but they love the death penalty more than life itself. And everything they are is evil, darkness and evil. So somebody says to me, I'm going to church today. I go, what are you going to church for? They look at me, what do you mean? What's it going to do for you? Is it going to bring you closer to God? Be honest. They said, not really. Did it ever bring you closer to God? No. Then why do you go? Fear. Yeah, sure it makes sense. So life is not too hard to understand, then. Sometimes we just don't want to. Yeah, very easy to understand. But, you know, people sometimes accuse me, actually accuse me of being arrogant and proud. You think I'm arrogant and proud, Danny? Or do, no, you I think don't. I, or do you think I just speak the word of God with some authorities giving me, not like some timid little... Uh, some timid little wimp. What do you think? Uh, no, well, they, they told Jesus that, or they said about Jesus that he spoke with authority. That's true. Yep. Yeah. What am I supposed to say? Hello and welcome to Plot Talk Radio Show. My name is Pastor <laughs> Harry, and I'm here with my original co host, and sad but true, pathetic but totally pathetic. Yeah, well, you can change the name of your website from you can change right. the name of your website from com to Pink Butterflies or something. I don't know. Yeah, PinkButterfly.com. Hey, hello. <laughs> We're gonna, oh, Danny, did you know that all the churches are misleading people? They mislead really? people, and yeah, they teach horrible lies, Danny. All for money. Horrible lies, Danny, for money. But their judgment will come. His judgment begins with the household of God. And there's the prophecy of a church of Philadelphia in two raptures. Now, if we took a vote, yeah. and if we had enough listeners and we took a vote, which Pastor Harry do you like? The soft-spoken, quiet, who do you like me? Just who I am. Here I am. Real. Totally real. Which is better? Yeah, I like that. I like that Pastor Harry a whole lot better. Yeah, well, you know, you're you're in a bar. Drinking um, grape juice or fake beer, and somebody uh, there's a pretty girl sitting there over across the other thing, and uh, some guy likes her. He's looking at her, lifts his drink up to her. She turns her head away, and then I look at her, and for some reason she's smiling at me. Well, that guy gets kind of annoyed, right? And he yep. to me and says, "says You're messing with my girl." This happened to me once before, by the way. And I wasn't getting grape juice either. Never went to a bar before. And he said, you're messing with my girl. Now imagine this response to him. I'm very sorry, sir, but I don't know your girl. I just came here for a drink. What do you think of that, man? Now, do you, uh, think that's gonna... you probably get beat up. <laughs> All right, now, the Bible, but, the, but Proverbs says a soft answer turns away wrath. But a harsh answer stirs it up. Does it mean to talk so quiet the guy thinks he can uh, walk over you? No. Here's a soft answer. Let's replay this. Rewind. Here's a soft answer in my real voice. Uh, 
I don't think that girl knows either of us. That's a soft answer, right? I'm not saying mm-hmm. you're stupid, you're a jerk, get over it, she don't like you, you got a fat stomach. No, that's, see, that's, that's not a soft answer. But a soft answer is simply, well, hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles. I never got a girl smile yeah. at me before at all. The guy may start talking to me as a friend. But if I say, yes, it's such, I'm very sorry for you. I can feel your pain. And, and you must have went so much. And as a childhood, you were maybe abused. He's going he's gonna to want to knock my teeth out of my head, man. Or yeah, the worst true. thing you can say is, watch. Say you're messing with my girl. Say it, man. You're messing with my woman. Here's the statement that'll get you killed a hundred times out of a hundred. Hey, hey, I don't want any trouble. And you'll say, well, you're getting it. <laughs> now, how about this, Danny? Uh, I don't want any trouble. I, I want to have peace. That might work on some guy. I don't know if he's drunk, a couple drinks. I don't know. What do you think? Would that work, Danny? They have to be drunk. To live. I've known people that get drunk just because they want to get in fights. Yeah, They're looking I mean, for fights. If he says, you're messing with my girl, and I say, sir, I don't want any trouble. You think that's going to really true. deter him? He'd probably throw a haymaker and try to knock you out. Yeah, but if I said, uh, don't look too much like she's your girl, dude. She's really not mine either. I just think she wants a drink. Then what would you think? Uh, I would think you have some uh, cojones. <laughs> I guess you could say it on a blog talk. I think that means uh, money in your pocket. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but seriously, how you carry yourself is very important. Someone always told me that. How you carry it's very true. But, if you know, you project weakness... Encourage, it encourages attack. And that's what's happening now with Putin. He looks out. Europe's terrified of a nuclear war. Biden's terrified of a nuclear war. What does Putin announce yesterday? He sees it's okay to use limited nuclear tactical weapons in the war against Ukraine. Look at that. Wow. Weakness encourages strength. What are what Biden's doing in response? He's he's talking about uh, hitting back. He he made a statement. We can hit you back with a nuke, big nuke, uh, like a really really big nuke. Putin's there. Go ahead and try. <laughs> I don't ever yep. heard him speak English, but that's kind of Russian. That's not really Russian, but uh, kind of Russian. Slavic, it's called that. Slavic. But anyway, welcome to the show. And today, we know we're deep in the end times. Most people see it. People know the Bible. You can feel it. Jesus said, at the time of the end, he said there'll be wars and rumors of wars. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there'll be famines and plagues and earthquakes in many places. But the end is not yet. This is just the beginning of sorrows, the beginning of the birth pangs, the, the tribulations coming, Danny. And uh, yeah, when the baby's born is when the tribulation expl- is when the first rapture happens and the Antichrist rides forth on his right horse, on his big white horse, the false Christ in Revelation chapter 
six, the first horseman, the false Christ, the Antichrist. And um, even that, the Christian world has rejected all truth. And even with Charles, a lot of them are saying now, King Charles is going to be the Antichrist. Is the Antichrist. Look at his crest. No, mm -hmm. no, no. Charles is not the Antichrist. The world is not going to look at him as God incarnate. The Muslim, billion Muslims are not going to look at this old, frail, little Englishman as the promised Iman Mahdi, the Muslim savior. The Jews will not, and Israel will not accept him as anything. They're very anti-Semitic. The queen visited a hundred countries, I was told, but she never visited Israel one time. wonder why. Because they hate Jews. They're anti-Semitic. Every, every public figure in America always goes to the Wailing Wall and prays at the Wailing Wall. Well, they do it because it's expected of them. You go to Wailing Wall and, and put their little their prayer hat on, the, uh, the yarmulke. Yeah, the mm -hmm. prayer hat. They put on the yarmulke. Every president has gone to uh, met with the queen. Every president goes to the tomb of the unknown soldier, a soldier every year, and puts a wreath. Every president makes some phony, fake Christmas and Easter speech. This is just required to be a president. Right. That's that's all that is. So anyway, with the end times, that brings up the subject of the rapture. The, you like to say that Southern pretty good, Danny? How do they say it down south, Rapture? Sounds like he came straight out of a Baptist church. Yep, we got to get ready for the Rapture of the church. Yeah. And with that said, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come right back here on Doomsday Talk Radio. Rapture.org, our band site, and here with I'm here with my original co-host Denny. Now, how was that, Denny? 
Yeah. <laughs> you sound like the perfect metrosexual man, and I'm not talking bad about him. Well, my face would disagree. So would my cowboy boots, Danny. But no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you just got you know, you got to be yourself in life. I always tell people, be yourself. You're an original. There's no one else like you in the world. So just be yourself. Be happy with yourself and be yourself. You know, because uh, we're not actors. We're real life people. Yes, yeah, so right. Any, right. That's the truth. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're real life people. Going through real life trials and tribulation for the sake of the gospel. And you will. You go along with the Trinity and the lies of the church, they'll love you. If I did, Danny, they would love me. They'd invite me to dinner and to meet one of their daughters on Thanksgiving. But when you speak the truth, they just gnaw their teeth at you. Yeah. that, my friend, is the truth. But anyway, when they start talking end times, they start talking about the rapture. And that brings up the three false one rapture views. Pre-tribulation, mid-tribulation, and post-tribulation. Beginning before the tribulation, in the middle or at the end. And all three views are false, man. Yep. All three views are false. And none of the three views make any sense at all. And there's two mistakes with the three views. One... They believe there's only one rapture when there's two concerning the church. Right. Not one, two. And the second mistake they make is they lump all Christians in the same lump. Like one giant loaf called the church. And the church, no matter what the people are doing, no matter how evil or good, no matter how much wickedness, beating their wives, cheating on their wives, addicted to porn, wives cheating on their husbands, uh, people smoking dope, getting high, watching pornography day and night, cursing at their neighbors, fighting, arguing. They think they're all going to get sucked up in a giant rapture machine and stand before the throne of God. And he's going to put a a golden crown upon their head for their wickedness. No, we will not. It's not a lump, because the truth is, the prophecy of a church of Philadelphia in two raptures, God showed me that in May of 1982, the year the seals of Daniel were broken, and Bible prophecy revealed and unsealed, and that it breaks the seal is the prophecy of a church of Philadelphia in two raptures, because your two raptures, not one, and there's seven types of Christians, not one. And when you read the letter to the seven churches, Denny, you see very quickly that they're written to Christians in 96 A.D. and all throughout the ages, and they speak to the seven types of Christians that exist. Mm-hmm. Well, six type of Christians aren't even Christians because they believe in the Trinity. Denny, do you, do you think if you believe in the Trinity, you're a, a Christian of any kind? No. No. Just I know like I use this, a soft word for them. I call them pseudo-Christians. And pseudo means false. But that's too nice. Yeah, I know it's too nice. Fake Christian, false Christian, because they're following a false god. Uh, would you? What would you say to a Hindu that worships the Hindu trinity, the original trinity of the devil, 
Brahman, Vishnu, and Shiva. Do they worship a pseudo god or a fake false god? No, they do not. False well, then, god. Then why do they get a pass in the churches? Why? Why do the churches get a pass and they don't? That's true. Because I always thought at least the churches had a little bit of knowledge. They, they're not totally blind. They're not totally blind. There's no one blinder than the man that knows the truth and don't do it. That's true. See that? I know a couple things. Yep. Look at that. Yep. Well, if You're God the one-eyed king, Pastor Harry. Yeah, I always say that to people. It irks some people, but hey. Yeah, right. I don't know everything. I believe if, if everything to know about the Bible and God and everything and prophecy is a giant puzzle, God showed me 70% of the puzzle. And 30% comes from other believers. It's a team effort. This person may have a piece. The other person has two or three pieces. This person has a piece. That person has a piece. Because to have a piece of prophecy is a blessed gift. Honey. Did God entrust you enough to reveal a piece of prophecy to you? It's a big deal. And I, 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 see, I acknowledge that, yeah. And so it's a team effort. Because Tom Brady was one of the great, is the greatest quarterback that ever was. He's the GOAT, Danny. Unfortunately, he seems to be a GOAT in spiritual terms as well. Someone that rebels against the truth of God, not following it. Not good, Tom. Tom is not not a good boy. But he seems to be on a spiritual path, Danny. He's struggling. His marriage with everything. So maybe there's hope for everyone, and maybe Tom Brady... We'll join the Church of Philadelphia one day. I think his biggest problem is his money. If he if he let go of his money, he like uh, Jesus told one of the people in the Bible to sell your stuff and come follow me. That's the problem. Well, I don't know, Danny, because when that when that recent Hurricane Ian totaled Tampa, and he's the quarterback of a Tampa Bay Buccaneers where he lives, he donated right. millions of dollars to the relief fund. Millions of dollars, Danny. Well, maybe he is on the right path then, or close well, to it. The problem with Tom Brady is he's married to Giselle, that famous Brazilian uh, supermodel, and she's a witchcraft and the witch and all that. And she tries to use the tarot cards to 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 tell him what to do in life, and he don't want he don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like the cards say this, the cards say that, and he said, "Well, there's something to those cards." He has to admit, but because um, one year. Did you know the- but then I just want to finish this little story, though. But I'm just saying that one year, she said, the cards say you'll win this year, but not the next, and it came true. So he said there may be something that a truth in the cards, but he's not champion because of the cards. He's the seven-time greatest quarterback championship Super Bowl that ever lived. Seven uh-huh. Super Bowl championships, he said, because of his hard work. And discipline and practice and training and diet. So you can't take all that away from a person just because a card says win or lose. And I think that's the heart of the thing. And it also could be movies. We'll get into that later today. I want to bring a little help for people out there if I can. But anyway, see, so now in 1986, our book came out. And in the same year... The churches back then, there was no internet. Christian publishing companies controlled all Christian material 
10 years later, other comp- non-Christian secular companies started to print. They always did Christian material, but the churches had a stronghold on it in their fake trinity. And um, when the Internet came out, that broke their whole stronghold because you could put information up, and that's what happened. The answer to raptures was banned for 11 years. It came out in uh-huh. May of 1986. And in 1977, the prophecy of a church of Philadelphia and two raptures came alive to the world. And we uh, we broke the seal. And back then, there was no Google in 1997, but there was Yahoo. That was the big search engine. I put in the phrase two raptures, and it wasn't even in the search engine database. Hmm. People and, have people, accused, and people claim you stole it. Yeah, people accuse me of stealing two raptures in the Church of Philadelphia from their sites and other sites. Total lie. See, total lie, Danny, because uh, I came out with that book in 1986 when there wasn't even an Internet. And some clown in 2011 saying I stole his work. Right. You know, for that, I mean, this guy deserves something on the laughing box. <laughs> I'll laugh for you. Well, that's saving the plot <laughs> for loving and makeup alive. And this is my response. <laughs> I like this laughing box. And I can't just, you know, people carry guns everywhere in America. They're so afraid and stuff. Sometimes it's justified, but... I carry my laughing box. Somebody says, give me all your money. <laughs> you have more money than me. Why don't you give me your money? <laughs> yep. And then this one. Oh, this one, anyway. you love this one. It's funny. Everyone knows what this sound is. What's that, man? <laughs> That's a shotgun. Yeah. License and owner's card. That's what's happening today. A lot of, you know, you know, know, there is a form of karma. And in the last, say, 50 years, there's been a wave of police brutality, police hurting people wrongly, breaking their oath. And you notice how it's all come back and so many cops have been beat up and shot and killed and assassinated. Right. Yeah. See, they bring it on themselves. And you know what happens? There's one bad cop on the force like that shopman, that murder cop in uh, Minneapolis who did executed George Floyd. We all watched in horror for nine minutes and 56 seconds while he slowly tortured and choked George Floyd to death. And the four policemen who took an er- a sworn oath to protect and serve the community and George Floyd stood guard dog and made sure no one could try to stop him or they would have shot him. Right. And, you know, I bet you a hundred people were watching and none did nothing to help him. And some of them people were armed. If they've got to carry a permit and you see five criminals murdering George Floyd, well, take your gun out and tell them to freeze. Whole thing sad then. Yeah, it is. Yep. Very sad. Nothing worse than police. To me, there is nothing worse than betrayal and police brutality. And it is a total betrayal of the public trust. 
And I really what can't that, stand that. What was that old movie, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly? Yep, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. You know, a lot of guys start out, Benny, good. They start out, they want to protect and serve the community. They, un- they revalue life. They, they're hoping they never have to use their gun. And then they start seeing stuff. And they start seeing how corrupt the police are. And they take bribes, and some take $1,000 from a drug dealer every month. Let them look the other way. And then they watch, yep. a, they watch a couple cops don't like this guy, and they, when he's handcuffed, and they smash him around a little, hurt him, and then they say he resisted arrest. And suddenly that cop's face of a choice, that good cop, that good shining Baptist, Mormon, whatever he is. And he's got to say, go along with the, with the with that liars, or he's got to tell the truth. And 99.9% of the time, he goes along with it. And that means he's no longer good, then he, he's the ugly. Yep. He's Did the I ever ugly. tell you my, grand, my grandfather was a policeman? And he was a very dirty policeman. He even, he even told us when he got old and senile before he died that he... The internal affairs was it was was bothering him, and uh, one of the internal affairs officers never came back home. If you know what I mean. Wow. Yeah. Well, he was a bad man. He should have never had a badge and a gun. Yep. I ran into some really beautiful policemen, and uh, when my book came out, they liked my book so much, Danny. They assaulted me when I was when I had a cast on walking a puppy, for no reason. Wow, they were—they liked the book so much. These fine officers, who were sworn to protect and serve, they—they they laced a piece of pizza with rat with rat poison and fed it to my six-month-old puppy, and and I had to rush him to the vet with his stomach exploding, bleeding all over me. He died in my arms. I, I heard you say earlier that uh, one of the yeah. doctors at the hospital tried to feed you rat poison. Yeah, I'm very sick right now. Yeah, they did. But they give you eloquence. They give you warfarin for if they think you have a blood clot. Or if you do have a blood clot, they give it to you. Well, they gave it to me when I don't have a blood clot. So come back yeah. Monday pretty. come back Monday for the uh, ultrasound. Well, guess what? I got a severe allergic reaction to this. I'm in total pain. The rashes I have from lupus, if I even rub them, they explode blood because your blood's too thin. And uh, my knee's so swollen, I can barely walk. Can I say something to our listeners real quick, Pastor Harry? Say whatever you want. Um, if you're out there and you're listening, please pray for Pastor Harry. He's got real bad lupus, and his legs are swelling. And and if you can't, if you have the strength to fast, fast. And also, you can pray. There's two lotteries in play right now with the Bible. Lottery. One, I think the Mega Millions is 385, and the Powerball is 360. Pray we win a lottery, and I can get out of this allergy bowl and go out. Yeah, rest exactly. And, uh, let's go move to the next phase of God's plan. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back on Doomsday Talk Radio. Feeling like a golden guy, but turning to it up my spine. He asked me if I like more wine. But I was young and close to dying. Yeah. 
Hey, hello, and welcome back to Doomsday Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here on Blog Talk, SavingsRapture.com and .org, our band sites. And with me, as always, hey, my original co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny. Still with you, Pastor Harry. I don't know how, but you are. But anyway, Danny, as back, back with, I just put my theological cap on here and my eye patch, because in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. It is true yep. if you think about it. Anyway. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so how God God looks down as, quote, Christians, as um, he looks at their walk with God, with his Father in heaven. Because he's not God, he's God's son. And um, he, he sees. 99% of a Christian world doesn't even accept the truth of who Jesus is, and he is. So they're already outside of his will. They're not even forgiven. They're nothing. And if the few Christians that follow Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God, they would then fall into the category of one of the seven churches then. Right. In fact, I would say that the people, they're almost, they're worse than lukewarm. Or they are the lukewarm church. Maybe all the 99% of a Christian world that believes in this fake pagan trinity and salvation by faith alone, as they say down in the Bible, Bell, once saved, always saved. How's that sound? Yep. I've heard that plenty. Well, I'm, I'm living temporarily down south a little, so I pick up on the dialect. <laughs> I just taking my time, man. They don't say time down here. They say time. Time. Time That's true. is running out. Time is running out. Now you say it. But uh, no, so God, okay, so I look at it like this now. If you believe in Trinity, you're one of a seven church. You're, you're the lukewarm church. Never even, never even repented from the heart and was born from above. But you could, or... And the other churches are believers. They're all traps, too. I mean, like, um, you could be a true born-again, born-from-above believer that repented and accepts Jesus as the true Son of God. And then you could forsake love and be all put on a big power trip of knowledge, like Ephesus. You could be a Thyatira, allowing yourself to get involved in pornography. Because once you get in the world of pornography, every other sexual act will flow. Because once you tell yourself, pornography, ah, that's not so bad, then nothing's so bad, you see? And there was yeah. one church went the way of greed. All they lived for was themselves and money. The faith prosperity movement kind of fits into that, except they don't even have, they have Trinity, so not even uh-huh. born from above. And on and on, one church fell asleep. And another church... Um... And one church, the Church of Philadelphia, the faithful and worthy church, the remnant church that will be taken in the first of two raptures. The Church of Philadelphia kept Jesus' words with perseverance. And by doing so, they earned the crown of life, eternal life. And they're the church that's going to be taken in the first of two raptures. And they're the uh-huh. church that believed in every word Jesus said, that he's the Christ, the Son of a living God. Because when you proclaim Trinity, let me tell you something. You are not 
part of Jesus' true church. You are not one of his sheep. You are a lost soul playing religion. What's that, Danny? When you read the seven churches, it also mentions two other, I guess they're churches. One's called Antipas. The other one's called the Synagogue of Satan. What are those two? Well, we'll get that into a minute, Danny. But I, I look at the God showed me something. Because the book of Revelation was written in 96 A.D., and it does not line up to the churches in 2022 A.D. in any way, shape, or form. Because back then, the church of Philadelphia did not deny Jesus' name. They already they were held to the truth that he's the Christ, the Son of a living God. They knew begotten means brought into existence. He was the literal Son of the living God, the God of Israel. The other churches were already struggling with and starting to accept Trinity concepts, even in 96 A.D. But, today, but the other ones, at least, they still believed Jesus was the Son of God, but they were, they were sinning, and they were doing the wrong things. Now, Didn't some of the church of Sardis no, not Danny. get their robes dirty? Let me just finish, Danny, because this is uh, it's, okay. it fits right into what we're saying. So that's how I look at the thing today. It does not perfectly fit. So let's look at it like this. There are churches of 96 AD. The ones that believe in Trinity fall into the lukewarm category where Jesus says, you think you're looking fine and you can see and you have a beautiful robe and all this. He said, but you're filthy, blind, and naked. Repent and receive the Holy Spirit. Be born from above or I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth. And then... When you join the church, when you repent and you receive Jesus as the Son of God through the Holy Spirit, I believe then you go into level two of the letters to the seven churches for 2023. And that would be speaking to the seven churches that once again denounce the fake Trinity and um, believe Jesus is the Son of God. Does that make sense to you what I'm saying? Yeah, it does. So you can read it two ways. You can read it as 96 A.D. when they were just started with the Trinity and the Church of Philadelphia rejected it. You could look at it as uh, as it's been for almost 1,900 years. They're all they're all fake and following a Trinity and lies, except for the Church of Philadelphia. And then you can look at it as today for those that have come to Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a Living God, for real, and are born from above. Then they're transformed into the next level. So now you're looking at the seven churches differently. Because now they're true born-again believers that believe Jesus is the Son of God, just like back in 96 AD. Mm-hmm. And right. um, so now so now some have left their first love. They, they've come to the truth, but now they left the love of God, the Spirit of God. And some are allowing the sexual sins, and some are allowing... You know, porn addiction, and some are allowing all kind of drugs and alcohol and everything else, and on and on and on and on. And some become lukewarm, and some fall asleep. But there's two ways to look at it. Because right now, all these churches, they don't even really... When I wrote the answer to raptures, I wrote it as though they all fit in somewhere. And then I realized later on, they don't fit nowhere, because they don't even believe what Jesus is. In fact, the churches today are as Christian as Satanists are. The churches today with their trinity are as Christian as the ancient Norse are. The churches today are as Christian as the Buddhists and Hindus and Muslims are. 
because they all, according to the Bible, believe in a false god. Mm-hmm. Do I get an amen? Amen, Pastor Harry. Oh. Am I making sense from when I'm saying that? From the front row. Am I making sense? It's sort of like the Matrix. You, the churches don't even line up today to Scripture, as I wrote in the answer to raptures. You know, it was the first book, and I didn't want to touch on Trinity, because I knew the moment I spoke against that Trinity back in 1986, not one book would be sold, and no one would ever, the seals could not be broken in a way. No one would even look at the understanding, because the way the churches were in 1986 is they were the way in 1026, and the way they are in 2022, the moment you deny Christi, Trinity, you're automatically looked at as false, as a heretic, a blasphemer, and of the devil. So I tried to avoid the Trinity issue with that book and focus on the theology, eschatology of prophecy and stuff. But I realized today none of it lines up because they're not even born again. So what you're looking at, when you come to God and you're born from above, that's what the seven churches are really speaking to, Janet Nanny. They're talking that mm-hmm. when you're born, when you repent and accept Jesus as the Son of God and you're born from above, you break in, you have broken three of, three of the matrix, this fake reality, this fake Christian religion that has so permeated our whole society. And now it's the church, the, re, the revelation, the letter to the seven churches is speaking to seven types of believers who were born from above and accept Jesus as the Christ, the living God. Does that make more sense, then? Yeah, it does. Okay. I know I'm a little messed up. I'm on some kind of painkillers. I'm bleeding in three rashes. I'm wiping blood off my leg as I talk. My right knee is so swollen up I can barely walk. I wasn't going to do a show today, but I did it. And I look at my physical condition right now, and look at Joe Alstein standing up there on Fox, smiling away, preaching the godless lie of hell of Trinity. He's there in a suit, looking all fine, not even a paper cut, counting his, his millions of dollars in his gated mansion, and I'm here wiping literal blood off my, my leg with a, with a paper towel. You ever feel like Job, like, uh, you ever feel like Job, like, God made a bet with Satan over whether or not you would uh, turn if you if you were hurting and in pain. No, I don't believe God didn't make a bet with Satan. Satan, if I thought God was making a letting me suffer for to win a bet, I'd be a Buddhist right now. Yeah, I can see that. No, God is an evil. Why? Why do you think that's in the Book of Job then? Because you're, you're, you're interpreting it like that. I interpret it like this. Satan came along and challenged God. Uh-huh. And, right? He said, oh, Job only follows you because you made him wealthy. Uh, let me take all he has from me. He'll curse you to your face. For real. He's, right. Oh, he's in God. And God said, go ahead. Take everything I gave him, but you can't touch him. It's not a bet. God's not going to back down from the devil. He's going to he's going to tell him face out. No, Job will not curse me. You're wrong, Satan. As always, you're a liar. There's no truth in you. So Satan came, and with a storm and fire from heaven and lightning, and he killed 
all of Job's livestock and burned up all his crops and killed his whole family, all his children. And what did Job do? Did he curse at God? No. Did he turn on God? No. He prayed. He said, the Lord giveth and the Lord takes away. And his wicked wife gnawed her teeth. And then Satan didn't give up then. It wasn't a bet because when you bet, somebody wins. That's God true. would have said, okay, Satan, I'll bet you, uh, I'll bet you 24 chickens and a lamb that uh, Job's faithful. It wasn't a bet. And then Satan came back to him again. And Satan doesn't realize that as he's doing this, you know why God's letting this play out, man? Because mm-hmm. no. he's showing us his nature, and he's showing us the nature of Satan. Satan is so enraged at the righteousness of Job that he can't, he's not even thinking straight. Satan's exposing who he is to us all and his nature of his That's game. That's true. Right? So then yeah, Satan comes back, yeah, he comes back with more evil. Yeah, he's like a lawyer, like in The Devil's Advocate with uh, Al Pacino and uh, Keanu Reeves, the best movie I've ever seen on free will in my life. And he comes back again, and he says, oh, God. He probably said, well, God, um, Job only, like a lawyer, yeah, Job only worships you because, uh, well, no, he said, you gave him good health. Let me strike him with sores from his head to his toe, and he will curse you to your face. And God said, go ahead, but you can't kill him. So that shows us right there. Look how vicious Satan is. He will inflict such pain on people, pain and torment, just for the satisfaction of seeing them curse God as he did. But it didn't work because his wife said, Job, come on, just curse God and die already. Because back in the ancient world, they believed if you said it cursed God, you would die instantly. And that's why she right. said, come on, Job, just curse God and die already. Die instantly. And Job said, no. Even if I die, I know my Redeemer lives. I'll be in heaven. And see, he had true faith. And then it said Job prayed for his friends, for his wicked friends who said, hey, Job, we know you, your sin has brought this upon you. You better repent, boy. Get down on them knees. Do some repenting. That's how they talk to people, and Job said today, Job said, I didn't sin. This is what the, this is what's happening. I did nothing wrong. I will be God as my judge, not you. And then he prayed for his wicked friends that they would repent, and when God saw that, he restored Job's health, and then he restored his wealth because his wicked friends saw the amazing healing, and they repented. They got down on their wicked knees, and then they gave Job Half of their cattle, half of their lambs, half of everything, and his wealth came back. Yeah? Yeah. So that shows what Satan is. He will hurt, kill, and destroy people. He will destroy everything, kill everything, just so he can see you turn on God. And those fine police officers (laughs) cough. He got them to do that. He told them to do that wickedness to me, and they were probably they probably worship Satan. In fact, right. one person said when one policeman was harassing me, he said, "Leave him alone. He writes books. He's a writer, a famous uh-huh. author." He says, "He's not famous. He's no. He's a nobody." Yeah, 
See, I ran into the, I ran into some of the most wicked police that ever crawled the earth, Danny. Over, right, up, over the truth of God, yeah. So I don't, I don't have a Walt Disney fairy tale view of police. I see them for what yeah. they are. Yet we're talking local police, state police. I have great respect for. They go through nine months of training, more intense in the military. And you very you you almost never see them involved in police brutality or nothing, do you? No. Nope. They're real professionals. That's job, and he's some little clown at about a month's training. And the whole thing with him is he was the officer in charge, the senior officer. He's not even supposed to get involved. He's supposed to stand back and observe while the uh, one of the other four officers makes the arrest. So he's violating a procedure to begin with because of mm-hmm. his hatred. It's hatred for black people. It's hatred for hatred for drug addicts. So most him as most police, he will protect and serve who he chooses to. Mm-hmm. And he will harm or ignore those he doesn't. And that's not good. They're a necessary evil, Danny. Yeah. Pastor Harry? Yes. Off the subject, back on the Trinity for a second. Uh, I thought of another verse that I've heard Baptists use to try and prove Trinity, and it's when Jesus said, when Jesus told Satan, "Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God." Was he talking about himself? No, no, he wasn't. He was talking about God. Because what did Satan say to him? If you worship me. And he said, Thou shalt worship the Lord your God, and only him shall you worship. Who created Satan? Lucifer. God. No, right. he wasn't talking about himself. He never was. Nowhere in the Bible does Jesus say he's God. Nowhere. I would give, if we win this Bible code lottery one day, and we will, I will have a standing offer for for $10,000 to anybody that can show me in the Bible where Jesus said he's God. Always existed, because he, he isn't. What are you going to do when they quote these verses, though? I would tell not them. The real, not, not the mistranslated verses. Well, I'll tell them, number one, you're mistranslating the verse. Number two, you can't hold on to one verse and throw the whole Bible out the window either. you got to look at right. everything Jesus said. Son of a living God, the firstborn of creation, the true witness of God. That's who Jesus said he is. It's sheer right. arrogance to think that you know who Jesus is better than he does. That's like someone calling the show and telling me what's my favorite pizza topping. Pineapple and um, pineapple and pepperoni and onions. No, it uh-huh. isn't. So don't think you know more about my own life than I do. How can we presume to think we know who Jesus is more than he does? That's true. In Revelation 3.15, yeah. Jesus right clearly says, Behold, I am the first of God's creation, or the first of God, the firstborn of God's creation, the true witness of God. He's saying he existed before earth, at least earth, and he witnessed earth created by his Father in heaven. Yeah? See? So they're not going to get the money because it's not in there then. Yeah, exactly. Just like uh, no one can disprove two raptures. I give anybody $10,000 if they can disprove two raptures, because you can't, because there are two raptures. 
But that thing, I have to formulate that a little better, Danny. It's like um, right now, not a, no, right now, unless you're born from above by accepting Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God, you fit into the lukewarm church. You're not even really part of his church. You're in a church that is outside of God, totally. And um, only when you repent and receive his son as your Savior and the, as the Christ, the Son of a living God, are you then part of his sheep. And then his sheep, sheep tend to go astray, then, if you know anything about sheep. And that's why we have to be very diligent to listen to the Holy Spirit. So then you're, right. going, to go one, then you're going to go one of seven paths once you're born from above. You're going to leave your first love. You're going to get involved in pornography, which leads to a whole host of sexual sins, including adultery, whether it's in your heart, in real life, or both. Or you're going to go the way of greed and loving money more than God. Or you're going to get fall asleep and not do what God tells you to do. Or you're going to become lukewarm and half-hearted and everything. Or you're going to become a true Church of Philadelphia Christian who keeps Jesus' words with perseverance. You keep them. You keep His words pure. In 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 in, in interpretation and in deed. And you earn your crown of life, and that is the only believers that will be taken in the first of two raptures. That's how I look at it now, Danny. Because once yep. they, when they totally trashed the Trinity in you know, two three hundred A.D., they really changed the Book of Revelation. Today, you have one church, there's the Church of Philadelphia, that's following, it's following Jesus in spirit and truth, and they're the only believers to be taken in the first of two raptures. And I do, do believe that soon through a mega lottery, we are going to give God's son one church. He said, upon that truth who he is, I will build my church. And even the gates of hell will not prevail against it. There are individual believers around the world following Jesus in spirit and truth as an obscure scattered remnant. But Jesus deserves one real physical church as the representation representation and a light to this whole world a place where the world will see the power of God and if the devil can has, have his open church of Satan started by Anton LaVey in 1966 I think the son of a living God can have his one quote physical representation church don't you Dan? yeah I do and we're going to give it to him as soon as we win the Bible code lottery well anyway we're running out of time here Danny I just want to thank everyone for listening. God bless and good night.